we're going to be concluding our series on the agape love of God. And um, agape is God's highest level of love. It's not only what he does, it's just simply who he is. There are two things that, that people cannot produce by themselves, and specifically Christians cannot produce two things, but they must receive them directly from God. One is righteousness. Christ is our righteousness. When we go out to just be good people, that's called self-righteousness. In the book of Hebrews, that's called dead works. And so dead works don't please God. So our, our, our forgiveness, our sanctification, righteousness is a free gift from Jesus Christ received by faith and by obedience. The second thing is agape love. You, you can have family love, storge, you can have uh, romantic love, eros, you can have uh, uh, fondness, uh, intellectual uh, connection with someone, phileo, but agape comes from God. God is love. So many people say, well, God does loving things. He does who he is. God is love. He doesn't do love. He is love. He is agape. And so it's a great uh, pleasure. I get to uh, be with my partner. And the beautiful thing about uh, a relationship with a woman of God, being married to a woman of God, is we get to practice all four levels. And, uh, and of course, you know, when you're single, you're looking for the eros. And, uh, but it's never as good. And, and intellectual connection, phileo, and storge, having a good family is never as good as when you baptize it under agape. So anyway, Kim's going to take off like a scalded dog here and, and get us started here. That's right. Away we go. Have you guys been enjoying the series? I don't know about you. Um, I've been personally really challenged in the series because when I think about really loving the way God loves, that always, I mean, that's challenging. I'm not there yet. How many, you're there yet, you got this. No, we're not quite there yet, we're working at it. And, you know, when we started the first week and we were sharing the definitions of love, I shared an illustration with you about how you see love. And uh, they're gonna put a slide up right now with two pictures for us. One is the picture of a teacup. And I have that slide, is it coming? It's coming, it's coming. It was there for, there it is. Uh, a teacup. How many know that? For some of us, we have received God's love, but it's kind of like there's barely enough for us. It's good. It's great. I love a good cup of tea, but it's with a sense that it, it has a, a, a small quantity, and yet God's love for us. We were thinking about it this morning. It's as vast as the ocean. It is so incredible, and he wants us to know the depth and the width and the height of his love. Why? So that we can know it. We experience it so that then we feel free to share it. Because that's what we're gonna be talking about later. Our world needs to know the love of God. They need to know the beauty of the love of God. And so that's our prayer, even this morning as we finish out this series. God, give me a personal revelation. You know, we have to know God's love first so that it can flow out of us like that beautiful ocean. We're gonna open with a passage of scripture and then I'm gonna be interviewing Pastor Steve with a few questions about this powerful love. But First John chapter four, uh, I think 1 John is really kind of a, a, a great treatise on love. If you want to know about God's love, read 1 John, and specifically 1 John chapter 3 and 4. But in this passage from 1 John 4, 7, let's read it. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, I love that. Since God loved us that much, oops, I started later, sorry, 7. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another. 
For love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. I love this next line. This is real love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. And I love this line, his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in that love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, listen to this, our love grows more perfect. I'm so excited that our love can grow, that I'm not stuck with the amount of love I have today, that my love grows more perfect. So I will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. That's our goal. We live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, I know that would never happen here, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people, we can see. How can we love God whom we cannot see? And he's given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. That, that is powerful. You know, I think about that and, and it, just reiterating, when you and I know how much God loves us, it opens up just that river of life and love so that we can pour it out onto a world uh, that is just desperate to know God. And you know what else? We can pour that love out on our family, yeah. on people in our workplace, people in our, at the grocery store, just people all around us. And that's what the world needs. There's an old song, what the world needs now. Is love, sweet love, it's the only thing that there's just too little love. I better stop singing or we'll go to... What the world <laughs> we'll keep going. We'll just keep going all the love songs. I actually looked up, I think I told you that a few weeks ago, to try to get a quantity of how many songs are about love. There's no limit because there's just so many. They couldn't even give me a number, but the world needs love. And thinking about songs, Pastor Steve and I uh, enjoy music and we go on long road trips and we have... Um, playlist, and one of his favorite groups is the Doobie Brothers, and Michael McDonald, he likes it with a little bit of rhythm there, and there's a song called Real Love that you really like that has a line in it that says, we would trade it all for just one minute of real love. Can you explain why that, why that song kind of captures your imagination? Well, to kind of define uh, why the song Real Love touches me is because some of the secular songs that, that uh, we hear, maybe, uh, again, they've changed, because uh, I'm dialing in from the, the late 60s. 
I turned 13 in the summer of love in 1968. So I grew up on the, the tail end of the, the, well, during the Beatles era and all of these uh, bands like Doobie Brothers, the Eagles, and Led Zeppelin, and you know, on and on and on. And uh, sometimes the world will sing things that are, are really accurate, but only accurate from an unsafe perspective. Uh, one of the, the best songs you could ever play to your kids is Hotel California. And show them the hopelessness of giving yourself completely to the world. Uh, Hotel California, it's a, it's a guy that checks into this hotel of pleasures and, and in the, welcome to the Hotel California, it's a lovely place. You can check out any time you want, you just can't leave. And talking about uh, trying to stab the beast with the steely knives, but he won't die. Absolutely the picture of bondage in the world. So it was accurate from a world's perspective. But you can get out of the Hotel California by coming to Jesus Christ. Right. The Doobie Brothers and the Eagles, well, the Eagles in that case, they haven't found that yet. Uh, the guys from the, the band Kansas, uh, Kerry Livgren and, and the Elefante Brothers, they did find their way out. And they are serving the Lord with a full heart. So sometimes secular music, they speak of longing that people feel. In the, in the, in the song and in the uh, storyline of this song, uh, Real Love, it's about a guy reconnecting uh, with a woman he'd loved before. And, uh, and so uh, he, he's wanting int intimacy and he's saying to her, just lie down with me and, 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 and just lie a little. Tell me I'm the only man that you ever really loved. And then he goes on to sing in the song and he goes, what we, meaning he and this person that was so far away, because they didn't know what real love was. They knew what lust love was. They knew what worldly love was. And it was never lasting. And he goes, what we would give for just one minute of real love. And, and so it, it touches me with compassion for people locked up in that romantic cycle, you know. I'm trying to just find someone to hook up with. And, and so what the world has done is it's looped around and, and, and when it lost hope that there was any real love, well then maybe uh, sex should just be casual and uh, no, no blame. Uh, it's just part of sport. Enjoy it. There's no guilt. And yet the Bible teaches that God's love is completely different. It, number one, agape is not a moment. It starts where you receive it in a moment. You receive the agape love, but it's eternal. Yeah. God, God comes after you to change you through his love. Now watch what his love is, because we're talking about real love versus a uh, moment of pleasure. In, 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 in real love, uh, the truth is that we ha we're not living good for God to save us. The Bible doesn't say that, that God uh, fell upon righteous people and just as a reward for them being really good on their own, he gave them eternal life. The Bible tells us, like in Romans chapter 5, that while we were still enemies of God, Christ died for us. And that his blood purchases from the death 
uh, Colossians and Ephesians talk about us being translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the son of his love. So first of all, the, the, and, and this portion that we read, that Kim read from 1 John chapter 4, tells us that, that uh, we can love because we were first loved. Say this with me. I was, I was loved first. Therefore, I can love. So some of the things that we say are kind of silly. Uh, I found God. News, he never was lost. You know, we, we began to have a hunger which he put in us. And we found him waiting there as he knew he would be. And we, he saved us. The initiation of agape comes after people who are not worthy. Okay, that's a lot different than the worldly system. I'm looking to negotiate. You look good to me. I look good to you. Let's, let's find some pleasure and realize it never lasts. What we'd give for just one minute of real love. Now, here's the crazy thing about it. Michael McDonald, after that song, he actually come to Jesus. A little trivia is Michael McDonald is exactly one year older than me. His birthday same as mine. And that's where the similarity ends. I can't sing like him. Wish I could. But he came to Jesus Christ. And he's, he's a lover of God. And, and so that song, Real Love, what we would give for just one minute of real love. Now let's take it on every plane of existence. One eternal plane. Um, do, do you just use God? Do, do you bring in from the world, worldly thinking that you, God is there when you need him and then you summarily dismiss him? Or do you want an eternal relationship? Which yeah, means he pours out eternal love on you. You need to pour out an eternal love of appreciation and relationship back to him. But secondly, you take the agape love of God. You must know that God aimed it at you. You've got to let that saturate your mind so that you quit being manipulative with other people. And, and, and you begin to love. And I, I don't like the word unconditionally because I think that can lead people astray. But what it means is that I go over the top in my relationships. Because I've been touched by one that loves me eternally. And, 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 and I focus on him. To a great degree, I can let my wife know that I'm going to be with her till death do us part. Started April 25th in 1981, and, and we don't know the day that one of us will be weeping and saying goodbye, but it happens. Sometimes people die at the same time, but generally it's because someone like me is driving and, uh, and it, there's an impact. But in, in our temporary love, which marriage is a, is a, is a covenant for while we live, but to the greatest degree that, that agape can fill our relationships, if I know that she's saturated with agape love, and she knows that I'm saturated with agape love, then she doesn't have to go to bed night after night wondering what we would have for just one minute of real love. We, we can have it in, in our relationships on the earth. Our children need to be tucked into bed every night, not thinking what I'd give for just one minute of real love. I find if you don't have the love of God, you suck as a parent. 
Yeah, it's true. It's true. Where's George? Right, get it, got it, good, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Come on now. Why, why, why are people so brutal on their kids? Because they're not, they're not going to the well of agape and drinking deeply of how much God loves them. And getting a big load like that, so they're trying to survive on their teacup when they need to jump in the ocean. And then all of a sudden with your kids, with your mate, with your coworkers, with the really crazy heathen that are smoking everything and shooting everything and they're keeping you up late at night, you know what, they need agape love. That, that's what that song means to me. What we'd give for just one minute of real love. In God, we can get that. Many, many, many eternal minutes with him. Yeah, that's powerful. Now, I remember when we were getting ready to do this series, we sat in your office and you talked about really believing that God was going to uh, just flood our church with a fresh, just rush of that agape love. And I think even what you were describing is really that love as it just flows out from us into our, our city, into our families and our congregation. Any other thoughts that you have on that? Yeah, I think, I think there's, uh, I, I covered it a little bit, but it's a twofold thing. The Bible said, keeping yourself in the love of God, it's either Jude 20 or 21. Keeping yourselves in the love of God. What does that mean? I've got to purposely play Frogger with God's love. How many of you know that in Frogger, you go beep, 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 and then a truck hits you? Well, you want to get hit by a truck of God's love. Say, how many say, I want to get ran over by a truck of God's love? Yeah. Okay, you guys are as sick as I thought. <laughs> I love you so much. I want to just get blasted by God's love. Because when I don't feel loved of God, I get mean, and I get mean in a hurry. I'm looking for a fist fight at Safeway. You know what I'm saying? It's just not a good deal. <laughs> That's just a joke, please. That was metaphorical. Yeah. And uh, Carol Hooper will slap me for that. That's the girl that could beat me in arm wrestling. But anyway, uh, seriously, um, so you keep yourself in the love of God. And then that, that, that two-edged sword is, as I'm focused on God's love for me, I'm focusing on God's love for others. So what I'm receiving is what I want to give. Right. So if we're under condemnation of the devil and meanness and nastiness and bitterness and anger, guess what? What you're dosing in, you're going to give out. I want to be dosed by the agape love of God. I really felt like the Lord spoke to me uh, a few months ago and said, I'm going to hit this church with a tidal wave of my agape love. And, and how does that happen? Well, one, it, it comes from understanding what the, the Bible said. You, 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 he's, he's done all of the, of the heavy lifting. Everything you're ever going to need pertaining life and godliness has already been purchased by Jesus. You've got to receive it. One, all of our machinations we do to be religious don't impress God. He doesn't want us to live for him. He wants us to allow him to live through us. Right. Different whole motivation. And so as I really feel like God is saying, he's going to hit us. Now, how does, how does it happen? Most of the time, one by one, we'll start catching it. And we go, oh. And then they'll change our behavior to one another. Yeah. It's not going to be like jam city every time we get together. Let's see, I need to jam you about this, and you got to jam me. It's like sometimes we just like to be together and don't even talk. Just sit. Phil, I love you. I want all of you to know. 
if you're stupid, I'll jump you, but I love you really deeply. And if I say something stupid or like, you know, preach high like I did last week, just be accountable. Watch what you're doing with your blood sugars. This is more real than what I can express to you. Yeah. Some people are just so confused in their head. They, they, they want to go to some deep psychiatrist to just get rudimentary things. When we're in love with God and others, it's really simple. Stop the counseling. You know what to do. Get in God's love, love one another. That's what God's hitting us with. Watch this, just like you did joy. We go everywhere, people are, you guys really fit your name. Well, we're gonna be joy love. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that we're gonna find the love of God and it'll change every one of our connect groups, every one of our families, every one of our marriages. Yeah. How many say, man, I wanna get ran over by that truck yeah. Yeah. of God's love, of God's agape yeah. love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what a perfect time to be talking about this, just even getting ready to start our summer connect semester. This is the time where we can really show God's love to each other. And, you know, love like that is just, it's contagious. Uh, when we love like that, our city is going to see that love and be drawn. You know, we prayed, I, I think I mentioned that a few weeks ago, we prayed that that would happen even when we were in the parade together and we walked and, you know, they said it felt like a river of love was coming. That's, can you imagine if you're in the grocery store and you're walking down the aisle and all of a sudden someone goes, oh, I just felt, I just feel love. You know, you're talking to that coworker. I mean, I know for Steve and I, we really, we talk about these things and we try to bring it into our real life, how we live. And over the years, we've brought people to live in our home. You know, when I'm at the, when, we're, when we go to restaurants and a waitress is serving us, we really try to show that love. Ask how their day is. You know how many times I ask a checker, how's your day? And they stop stunned that someone would actually see them for the person they really are and not just someone behind, you know, not just that checker. You know, when we really begin to recognize that humans exist on this earth and they need to know God's love that we've experienced. How many of you, you've experienced God's love at least? Yeah, and God wants us to know it more and more. And as we flood that out, so much is gonna happen. You know, we're running out of time. Um, I wanna just briefly read two verses and then have you just kind of quickly reference them and then we're gonna uh, conclude. But in Titus 3.14, it says, uh, can you put that up there, guys? Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others, that they will not be unproductive. And then 1 John 3.17 said, if someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? You know, one of the things that we're talking about is taking the love from up here kind of in this ethereal a realm into the real realm. And you mentioned in the first service, it isn't just, sometimes we think, well, it's giving that money to a homeless person or, you know, sometimes that is the urgent need. But can you just really briefly um, tell us what does it mean to meet urgent needs and really show that agape love? Well, sometimes it is, it is money. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 you have a flat tire and your spare's dead too. Sometimes you need someone to come in and drop 100, 150, depending on how expensive your tire is. If you have really like desert dog tires, you're on your own because, uh, you know, they're like four or 500 a piece, you know. Uh, but, but sometimes people just need, need money. And, and over the years, I've had so many situations where someone would hear that someone else was going through a hard time and they'll slip a couple hundred dollars and put it in an envelope and say, don't tell them who gave it. And we've, we've transferred a lot of money that way. That's meeting urgent needs. 
But there's a lot of us here, we're paying our bills and, and um, there's, a, there's an urgent need that is not, not monetary. And that is sometimes to have a friend. Just to be able to talk to, to have a friend. Someone that you can just pour your heart out. There are times, especially for guys, sometimes gals aren't really wanting us to cure them when they talk. You know, because um, men are like, just tell me your problem and I'll fix it. That's not how women do it. No, we're supposed to obsess over it for a few days before we get down to fixing it. <laughs> Especially if it's, because many times, guys, it's you that needs to be fixed and she's trying to tell you, you know. But sometimes just to have a friend that just sets and listens. And, 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 and that's, to me, where... Uh, realizing that there is real love and it's in God and it's in his house to where one of the urgent needs that, that I try to do is find the person who's the porcupine. They're really alienated in their mind and, and go out to them and say, can we meet? Can, if we can walk together, talk together, yeah. we can grow together and we can achieve things together. Uh, the Bible is the together book. Uh, the problem with American English is when, when, when the Lord was writing y'all in American, typical American English, it just says you. How is it when you come together that each of you have? And so a lot of times we miss in the Greek where it's actually saying you all, you all, you all. And so American Christianity is we, we approach it like gunslingers. I'm going to get the love of God and I'm going to get the anointing and I'm going to get the power and I'm going to get there's an I and I and I. And then we feel so alienated. How about if we, if we just all dropped our name off the back of the uniform and we just played under the name of Jesus and we did whatever we could do to just love each other, that I don't need to be the big deal. If you need to just have someone to talk to, let's just get together and have a sandwich or coffee or pop some peanuts and tell them. And that's what I do with people sometimes. Sit down and tell me a story. That's how I'll open well, what do you mean? I said, well, just tell me what, what's going on in you. You know, what are you obsessing over? You know, if, if, you know is there any boogeyman in your life right now? Anything? Oh, okay, you know. How many of you know that great conversations happen when someone just says, tell me a story? Yeah, so you know, and then what's really cool is, is when you can see them the next time and you can go right to where you ended. Oh, by the way, how did, uh, how did that prayer work, you know? Like, like I was thinking of a little Alexis. How's she doing? Jeff? She's out of the hospital? See, I was thinking, because I love Marita and Jeff and their, and their children, we prayed for little Alexis. She's at, at the pediatric unit. And I was thinking this morning at home, I need to find out from Jeff and Marita how Alexis, is she home? She's doing pretty good? A lot better. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's relationship. When you know that people think of you, that they're praying for you, you know? And so anyway. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I, think, I think we're catching that point, you know? And I, I really believe that as we do that, that love that you're talking about. I think God's love is here, and I think it's just letting it out more and more, and God's going to do that through us. How many are a candidate for that? And you just, we're... You know, how many are, are like me? I know I've been really praying. I've just been, God, I don't want to see your love for me like 
that teacup. I want to know it's that, that river, that ocean of love. And I want that same kind of love to flow out. And it's interesting because when we do that, you know, it, you, you mentioned that righteousness, we have to receive it by faith and obedience. I think love we receive by faith, but also obedience. Because so love is sometimes you just say yes to what Jesus asked you to do. Sometimes it's really simple things. Sometimes it's shallow things. We were laughing because one of my illustrations of how I showed love this year, and it's kind of, it is very shallow. This is so shallow, I'm embarrassed he's going to tell it. But I said yes for George to watch a parrot in our house. When some, when, when, a cockatiel. A cockatiel, excuse a me. When little Don, cockatiel. No, well, let me, this is my story. I know. Because it was Dave and Dana's, it was actually Mag's cockatiel. But see, for some people, I can show love to a person way more than an animal. I am not an animal lover. So to have a cockatiel in my home, was it wasn't shallow. It was a huge act of love because they spit and they do things. And I just, I don't, I'm not an animal lover. So maybe for you, it's doing something else. But I'm just saying sometimes it's those simple things. But, you know, you may laugh at me. Are you describing that, George or the cockatiel? <laughs> the cockatiel. But, but, but honestly, this is getting out of hand now, but honestly... Sometimes for you, what is easy is hard for someone else. And I think it's that willingness to say, when God says, will you do that? And just say, yes, it takes obedience. And so that's why, as we're just kind of closing, and we're going to pray for you, we're going to pray for ourselves, we're going to and pray Pastor in a minute. And Pastor Kim's shallowness, too. And my shallowness. No, I will not watch your iguana next week unless God <laughs> really, really, really really, really tells me. But seriously, we have a worksheet, and you guys are going to use this tonight at your connects, they're going to hand it out to you. But I'd encourage you, man, I pray about this. There's some scriptures to read. There's some focus questions. And in a minute, we're going to, um, I don't know if we're going to pray a regular prayer or read this prayer over you. But this is something, guys, if we will say yes to God and do this, there is no end to what God can do in our city as each of us takes this seriously. And we're just going to stand in and pray for you uh, for this love. And then Pastor Steve's going to lead our altar call. But how many would lift your hands with me and just say, I want to love like Jesus loves. I want that love to flow through me. And can I, can we pray for you? Do you want to pray the prayer, hon? Yeah. yeah. Pray, pray this with me. Dear Father. Dear Father. Just as I cannot manufacture. Just as I cannot manufacture. Righteousness. Righteousness. But I receive it. But I receive it. From Jesus Christ. From Jesus Christ. In the same way. In the same way. I cannot manufacture. I cannot manufacture. Agape love. Agape love. I'm asking you, Lord. I'm asking you, Lord. To flood over me. Flood over me. With your agape love. With your agape love. Specifically, specifically, to make me aware, to make me aware, twenty four seven, twenty four seven. You're watching over me. You're watching over me. You have purchased me from sin and darkness. You have purchased me from sin and darkness. You wanted me so bad. You wanted me so bad that the invitation, that the invitation of real love, of real love, is more than a minute. Is more than a minute. It's for eternity. It's for eternity. Help me, O oh God. Help me, O oh God. To never forget. To never forget. How loved I am. How loved I am. And you ask me. And you ask me. To share it around. To share it around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That I. That I. And we. And we. Live in an ocean. Live in an ocean. Of agape. Of agape. 
Freely we've received. Freely we've received. And freely we give it. And freely we give it. To our mate. To our mate. To our friends. To our friends. To our connect group. To our connect group. To our co-workers. To our co-workers. To politicians. To politicians. To people in other countries. To people in other countries. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. That you are love. That you are love. And we will live in love. And we will live in love. And we will live in God. And we will live in God. We pray this. We pray this. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Real briefly before we leave, there's a point of business that we do week after week, and that is to open up the door to become a child of God. I, I, I just love that verse. You know what love God has shown to us that we could be called sons of God. Sons of God. Talk about getting an upgrade into the family. And so right now, I would like to just give every person who came in this place, and maybe you just feel that, that tug, and I think God's calling me, and I don't know what to do. Well, the Bible tells us that if you call on his name, he'll save you. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will not be ashamed. I don't know about you, but there are things that shame in my life that I'm glad is under the blood of Jesus. It's no longer out there. It's under the blood of Jesus. And so if we could bow our heads and close our eyes real quickly. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I'd like to, I'd like to join God. I know he's joined me. I know he's done everything to save me. He sent Jesus. Jesus' blood is there to pay for my sins. But I want to officially just do my call to, to God, and I want to be a Christian. Raise your hand, put your hand up, every one of you. I see a hand here, other hands. Get your hands up, guys. Hallelujah, I see some hands. Thank you, Lord. See another hand, thank you, sir. We're, what we're saying is we just, want, we just want to receive the Lord and get into that full agape, that love of God, that's beautiful. Let's just pray this prayer. It's a real simple prayer of faith and, and we'll all pray it together. And as you pray that, believe it. And then, uh, then uh, Johnny will give you instructions on how to follow up on your commitment to Christ. Pray this with me. Let's all pray it together. Dear Father. Dear Father. I thank you. I thank you. For that everlasting. For that everlasting. Indomitable. indomitable love of God. Love thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That you love the world. So much, so much that you sent your son, you sent your son. that whoever would believe, whoever would believe in, your son, in your son, Jesus Christ, Jesus. Wouldn't, perish, wouldn't perish, but instead, instead would have everlasting life. Lord, that includes me. I am believing that you have called me to leave darkness and to be a child of God and a child of the day, and of the light. You said, if I would call on your name, I would be saved. I call on your name today, Lord. Save me. You also said, if I would call on your name, I would not be ashamed. Take away the shame. If you'll be my God, I'll be your servant. If you'll be my father, I'll be your child. I receive you today, dear father. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.